0: You are listening to Melbourne Lights Church Weekly Podcast. It's good to be together, isn't it? And uh, we said this already. If you're a visitor, you uh, you're not just visiting; you're part of family, and uh, we love you here. Uh, we we exist in in uh, at Melbourne Lights for the audience of one. Uh, you might say, "G'day!" Sing a lot at this church, and we stand a lot and. They give a lot of testimonies. We do, unapologetically, because we love King Jesus. We love him with a passion. We love signs and wonders and miracles and people coming, but we love Jesus. And it's always about him, was always about him, will always be about him. And I'm sounding very loud. The voice of the Lord. <laughs> uh, you know why we do this? It's just to come our own nerves. I hope you know it. Because uh, I've been preaching for 30 years. I still get anxious. True story. Because we, we carry the weight of God seriously. We, and we want to feed God's people with the manna from heaven. I've got a uh, weighty word this morning. And uh, if you hate me after this, come and talk to Matt and the elders. <laughs> I'm moving to Bali. So. <laughs> but uh, we, I've already prayed, so I'm going to get into it. I've entitled today's sermon, Descending Into Greatness. Descending Into Greatness. Uh, We've been part of a series, it's part seven today, of uh, Radical Jesus. Radical Jesus. Jesus was radical in all that he did. And he released his positional place in the heavenlies and came in human form and was a man just like you and I. But he died on a cross He died on the cross, a miserable cross, a cross that was um, released or put aside for the worst of criminals because He loves you and I so much. Jesus loves you, but we're in this series about wanting to learn about Jesus. We're not wanting to become more religious, more whatever it is that we do in churches, but we wanna model the character of Jesus discipleship is that we become more and more like King Jesus. And Jesus models and mentors and and, and did things that we want to learn from, we want to become more like Him. Hence descending into greatness. Today I want to preach on humility. And if anybody models humility, well, Jesus. He's called the servant king. Now, you would never, ever put those two words together, servant and king. King is here, servant is here. Servant comes to serve the king. And yet Jesus, as we will see in Philippians today, chapter two, Mark, Shepston, he didn't know this, descended from the heavenlies, took on the form, a human form, and he humbled himself. Oh, man, woman. Too often we see too much pride in the church. Too much. My rights, as Leanna did it last, said last week, I did it my way. A, we need to humble ourselves. We as a church are on the verge of something extraordinary. And I tell you what, He wants us to walk humbly. We're going to move to Philippians chapter 2 if you've got your Bibles, but my anchor scripture today is one of the most kind of menacing, confronting scriptures in the Bible. James 4, 6. Are you ready? God gives grace to the humble, but He opposes the proud. I want you to reflect on that scripture for a minute. Imagine being opposed by the God of the universe. Creator God, the most loving, beautiful, jealous, wonderful God. But he says in this scripture, he opposes the proud. Nothing attracts the presence, the supernatural power of God as humility. Conversely, pride and prejudice, selfishness, selfish ambitions, doing it my way repels the glory of the Lord. How would you like to be opposed by God this morning? Could you please put your hand up and say, yeah. Uh, no, 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 you're not meant to put your hand up. Put your hand up if you want to be opposed by God. Your hands shouldn't be up. Put your hand up if you'd like His grace upon you today. Humility of God. He opposes the proud. Pride and prejudice repel push away the very thing that we want and Jesus modeled this for us so we can live in humility and humility doesn't mean that we are doormats. Here's a definition of humility, living with the right understanding of who Jesus is. Secondly, of who I am in Christ and thirdly, of who we are corporately. Humility is about giving all glory to the Lord. I love this definition. Humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. It's not saying, oh, I'm a miserable toad. I'm worthless. I'm just shocking. I've got a past. I've got, no. At the cross, I become a new creation. Not perfect sinful, broken, but by the blood of Jesus, I am transformed by Jesus so I can give Him glory. Amen? But there's too much talk in the church of me, myself and I. Too much and look what I did and look at my signs and wonders. I want to say something to you. If you did not know this, this is for you today. You can't do anything without Jesus. It's all about Him. And too often the church has taken the glory away from Him. And there's a church, as an eldership. We are, we last year, I remember the moment in, up in the upper room, the Word of God came, repent. <laughs> really, God? Really? Haven't you got a nicer word for me, God? Like, you are awesome. You're amazing. Get on your knees and repent. And we did. Repentance is beautiful. Yeah. Repentance is amazing, because it simply says, as Paul says it, no longer I that lives, but Jesus that lives in me. And it's not about doing, you know, thinking less of myself. It's just thinking more about Jesus. That's why we worship for 35, 40 minutes. We could have gone for two hours. If you're tired of worshiping that long, can I ask you not to come to heaven? You'll hate it. We're just going to be worshipping Jesus for hours, loving on Him, praising Him. Anybody want to come to heaven? Philippians chapter 2, please. It's in purple in my Bible. I read it, I read it, I read it. And the title is Descending Into Greatness. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, Any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord with one mind. One accord doesn't mean a Honda. Dad joke. Move on. Do nothing. Do nothing. In the Greek, that means do nothing. From selfish ambition or conceit, but in Humility. And humility. Wow. Humility. Count others more significant than yourselves. There's a word. Let each of you look not only at his own interest, but also at the interest of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. Wow, can I invite you to go home and read it and read it and read it? I'm boasting now, but I read this scripture preparing for today 14 times because I was just overwhelmed that he would descend into greatness. The King of glory would come down and take human form and he'd let go of his positional place to be here with us, to model something to us. He overwhelms us, eh? And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient. There's a word that we don't like nowadays, isn't it? To the point of death, even death on the cross. He loves you. He loves you. He died on the cross for you. Oh, don't leave now. The best of the sermon is about to come. We're gonna invite you to receive Jesus today. Don't leave now. Please don't. And can I just add, if you've never been baptized and you weren't prepared, we'll baptize you today in repentance. Fully clothed. We've got towels there. We'll dry you up and hair blower. But I'm serious. I'm serious. If you haven't been baptized, today's the day of repentance. Get baptized today. Get into the pool today. Amen. Fully clothed. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every other name. Can I have an amen? amen? At the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue confess that only Jesus Christ is Lord. He is the Lord and ruler of this church. One of the things that I admire about Matt Doty, who's our team captain, our pastor, whatever you want to call him, he keeps us steady on Jesus and the kingdom of God. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for sanity in a crazy world. You keep us focused on Jesus. Thank you that you're focused on Jesus, Matt. Thank you that you model this to us. I honour you today, Matt. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under earth. And every tongue will confess that I am Lord. Buddha is Lord. Or anybody else, Jesus is Lord. Amen. Amen. That's your scripture today. Paul is addressing a great church in Philippi. It's a great, the book of Philippians is a great book. And he's dealing as a pastor with so many different things. In chapter three, there's that great scripture about saying, look, this is all the things that I was, circumcised on the third day and all the things, but I consider them rubbish for the joy of knowing Jesus. And here in chapter two, he's bringing us to a model of what it looks like to live like Jesus. And he starts with Jesus, the model. If you wanna learn anything in the Christian faith, then look at Jesus, amen? And humility is not something that we go to straight away. But I want to say to you, do you want to learn all the supernatural things of God? Start with humility and stay with humility. Giftedness will get you so far, but character will see you to the end. And as a church, God will always test you and I on character. Character, every time, character character in our relationships, character in your sexuality, character in your obedience, character in your taxes, character, character, character. I love the supernatural gifts, but you know what? It's character that's going to see me to the end. And I want to hear these words, well done, good and faithful servant. And it's not about how many people I saw come to Jesus or baptize in the Holy Ghost. Did I love my wife faithfully? Was I submitted to Matt in the eldership? Did you hear that? Was I submitted, he's a lot younger than I am, but the Lord will test me. Was I submitted to my captain? And so Paul is exalting uh, exhorting the church in Philippi. He says, live as Jesus did. And now let me show you the model, the model. King Jesus chose to live behind his divine form and adopt a lowly form of a human being. Still God, but he came in human form. He experienced what you and I experienced. It's tempted in every way. You know what that means? He was tempted. And yet he kept his eyes on Jesus and he submitted his will. And he said in John 17, not my will, but thy will be done. He said, I only do what I see the Father doing. And he let go on the throne. He could have come down and go, (laughs) Marky Shepston, I am God. Bow to me. Worship me. Come on, serve me. But he didn't. He came down in human form to model to us what it looks like to be full of God, fully us, full of divine power, but walk in humility. Always deflecting the glory back to Jesus. Always. He did not choose power, position, wealth, but came as a servant king and died like a criminal. It says in in the book of Deuteronomy that the cross was reserved for the worst of the criminals and he died because he loves you. He doesn't want you to go to hell. See, we don't believe that Christianity is another religion. It's a relationship with the living God. No other God in the history of religions ever died for other people, but Jesus did. And the good news is he came back on the third day. He defeated the power of sin and death. He defeated everything. So you today can have a living relationship with Jesus, but to walk humbly with the Lord. Yeah. And I wanna say, and I'm an old man, I get it. Uh, old men get grumpy sometimes, but there's been so much arrogance, especially in the last few years, around the world in the church of Jesus. Can we stop it? Yeah. Yeah. Can we just be more like Jesus, love one another, and just submit to one another, submit to the eldership, and it'll be good for you. Can I say that? Yeah. Your life will go longer. Yeah. So I've got a few amens on that one. <laughs> Jesus came down in human form. And it says this, he did not grasp equality with his father, some to do he beheld. What that means is he did, said, oh, I want a bit of throne and a bit of here. He let go, he let go. He is the God of the universe. I hope we are getting this. He let go of his divine position, fully God, and he came in human form to be obedient to his calling as our Redeemer King, to come in human form, to model to one another. He met a woman caught in adultery. He released her and he says, you have been forgiven, sin no more a samaritan woman who'd been sleeping around with three or four or five husbands and boyfriends and you know sleeping around it's it's in the bible <laughs> it's a great book <laughs> and jesus looks at it one look at jesus and you stop your sinful behavior one word from god you can be healed one word well god you have an encounter with the living god and he's in, and he's saying here look at jesus he let it all go for our sake and he laid it down because he wanted to deflect all the glory back to God. And he walked humbly. He dressed humbly. He arrived in a manger. Not in, you know, the latest hotel, five-star hotel. You know, saying, room service, please. I'll have olives and red wine. Come and wash my feet. He washed people's feet. He loved on people. He talked to the scum of society. He, he stayed there because he modelled the divine in all that he did, with humility. Humility is descending into greatness. We all want the supernatural and we all want us to say, look what we did. But what would happen when we start saying, look what he did through us? Look at the miracles that he did through us. Look at what's happening. You know, I I want to brag on Jesus. In the last month, we've seen over a dozen people radically saved to Jesus. Amen. We make ourselves available. We go on danding on. We go and preach and heal. But he brings people to himself. Amen. We are just a conduit. We make ourselves available. So it's not about you. So move aside and just be available. So here I am, Lord. I'm a bubbling, babbling mess and I can't talk and I can't string two words together. But if you can use anybody, I humble myself. Here I am, Lord, use me. And then watch what God will do with a humble heart because He opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So not only Jesus modeled that, but He gave us a mandate. And here Paul says to the church in Philippi and to you and I today, make my joy complete. He's a father, Paul's a father, encouraging You know, one of our role as an eldership and a leadership is to make, oh, he's leaving already. (laughs) Repent, sir. Is to make Matt's joy complete. Our joy is not that we always agree or whatever, but it's to bring joy together, amen? And he says, make my joy complete by living fully as disciples of Jesus in every way. I am discipled by Jesus so I can disciple others. Jesus in me and through me, that is discipleship. Amen. So move aside. More of Him, less of us. He says, "If you want to know His consolation, His love and comfort, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, then you must be in the same mind, same heart, and same spirit." God's looking for a united church, and we're not. We're not all, you know, uh, uh, what do you call that things? Puppets on a string. There's 200 people here this morning. We all see things differently, approach things differently, eat differently, dress differently. But you know what? One mind in Christ Jesus is Lord. If He says, do it, do it. If He says, don't do it, stop it. I'll bury you alive in a box. Stop it. Be the same mind, the same spirit in unity, doing nothing out of pride and prejudice and selfish ambition, but be characterised by humility. This attracts the presence of God. Galatians 5.13, you, my brothers and sisters, who were called to be free, amen? Humility will hold you free. Pride and prejudice will hold you in prison. But a humble person, you know, when you're around humble, humble people, I oh, have joy to be around, and they're free. They're like, you know, this morning, uh, with my mates at the back there with young kids? They're playing up and down, uh, and they're free. Are you free? Most Christians own bondage because of pride and prejudice and selfishness and competition. Oh, I want this, and I want that. Back off. <laughs> Go and see Matt. I repent. I repent. Okay, I'm being very humble now. Don't use your freedom to indulge in the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. Yeah. Ephesians 4.2, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another. James 4.10, humble yourselves before the Lord and He will exalt you. Yeah. It's funny. It's not really. We make decisions, we do things and then we want God to bless them. Wow. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't. I've tried. And He always wins. He's bigger than me. Praise God. It is clear that if you want more of him in your life, then I must decrease and he must increase. That's the mandate. It's not that I, you know, act like, It's no, Jesus. Jesus. He wants us to give testimonies like this morning. Weren't they fantastic? Jesus. 15 people come saved or 12. Jesus. People get healed. Jesus. People getting baptized today. Jesus. Maybe you getting baptized today. Maybe you're repenting today. Maybe you're humbling yourself today. Maybe you said, no longer I that lives, but Christ that lives in me. Come on. It takes humility to go fully clothed. But I remember this years ago, Balmoral Beach in Sydney. I did an altar call at one of the trendiest beaches in Sydney. And three or four people fully clothed, repented and walked straight into Balmoral Beach and got got baptized. Saved, baptized on the same spot and spirit filled. So, Jesus is the model, he gives us a mandate, and now brace yourselves. Are You ready? Breathe. What stops us walking in humility is pride and prejudice. Have a look at this chart, and if you don't love me after this, I will still love you. Jesus is the model. He laid down His life unto death and rose. He commands you and I, be humble with one another, love one another, submit to one another. And this is a chart that will show you the difference between humility versus pride and prejudice because it's pride and prejudice kills humility. Nothing destroys a local church more than pride and prejudice and division. Nothing kills your spirit, a marriage, anything when you're not submitted to the good and perfect will of God. Pride and prejudice comes in, and then you do it your way. And God cannot bless that. I know that. Humility, I live for him and others, solo deo gloria, which means only God gets the glory. Pride and prejudice says I live for me, myself and I. Pride always uses the I language. Humility, it's always us language. It's always him language. Humility, my gifts, talents, signs, and wonders are a gift of grace from Jesus. It's all about Him. Pride says it's all about my talents and gifts. Look how good I am. Look at my intellect and my ability. Look at what I am doing. Humility says I live for His righteousness. Righteousness, that's right, it's in the Bible. Right living. That His good and perfect will be done. Thy will be done, we, we pray, don't we? But pride says this, I'm right at any cost. I'm never wrong. It's always my way. Humility, I have a teachable spirit. Yeah, you're okay. People are hugging now going, oh, Alex, you're right, bro. Love me, man. We'll have a of get later together, man. I have a teachable heart that takes correction. You're loving me. I'm learning from all occasions and I'm learning from mature people. Matt, what should I do with this? Matt, is it okay if I do this? Matt and I are on the same team. Mark, can we do this? Louise, let's not be sexist here. Louise, Monica, eldership. I've often asked you, how would you do this? Learning. Learning from one another. Humility says, I am submitted to the authority of leaders But pride and prejudice never submits. Humility says the Bible is my final authority. Pride and prejudice says I am the authority. The Bible fits into my lifestyle. Humility, I ask for help, for wisdom, for direction. Then I act. Pride and prejudice, I ask first according to my will, then ask others to bless my decisions. Might be emptying the church after this, Matt. So sorry, bro. I love you. Can I, can I keep on going? Yes. Humility, I'm constantly in prayer, dependent on every word from God, prayer. This week, a man that I admire, Father of the Faith, his name is Phil Pringle. He started C3 about 42 years ago. And every morning for 42 years, every morning when he's sick as a dog, 5.30, he got up to pray because he said, I can't do anything without prayer. And now 600 churches have been planted out of that movement, C3 International. And he said, I give all the glory to Jesus. Nothing that I have accomplished, 20 books, 600 churches, thousands of people. It said, it was always Jesus. Yeah. Humility says, honestly, I honestly rejoice. I hope I really mean this. <laughs> I honestly rejoice when others do better than I do. Yeah. I love serving others most of the time. (laughs) Just being honest, sometimes it sucks and you pray for something somebody else does a lot better than you do. Oh, damn, I wish it was me. I'm just being, it's true, isn't it? Come on. Pride says my happiness is paramount. Others are there for my happiness. There's so much here, but I'll, I'll just run through it. I strive for unity and submission in humility, but pride, I show divisiveness and selfishness. And this is the last line. Thank you for the guys doing PowerPoint this morning. And I know, big thank you to Carla too for looking after my notes. Thank you, Dar, for putting up with all of my spelling errors. She corrected them and thank you. My last point is here, is my humility enables me to live big. My pride and prejudice shrinks me down. As we look, as an eldership, as Matt speaks vision into our lives, as we look at radical Jesus, Paul the Apostle is speaking to the church in Philippi and he would encourage us today and he says, you want more of God? We would say, flip yeah. Want to become more like Jesus? Absolutely. Well then, walk humbly before the Lord. Love one another, prefer one another. Be strong and courageous, that's what he would say. In conclusion, the King of glory laid down his life as a model of what humility looks like. He let go of his position and came down to earth and loved and cherished. But he wasn't a doormat. You wouldn't dare say to Jesus that he was weak or pathetic, would you? He was strong and courageous He was bold. He would not tolerate these religious leaders. And by the way, he never took on Rome because his mandate was to build the kingdom of God. He never opposed the authority of the day. His battle was with principalities and powers. Gabby preached on a couple of weeks ago. He took on demons, the devil, but never Rome. In fact, we read it says, render unto Caesar, Caesar what belongs to Caesar, but render unto God. And as for me and my house, everything belongs to Jesus. He says, do it. He says, don't do it. And then he said, but I'm not finished yet. I'm going to die because I love you. Do you know Jesus? Do you know him as your Lord and Saviour? Is your life submitted to him Are you walking humbly before the Lord? You know what happens when you preach a a sermon like this? Oh, Jesus. He'll test me for the next week or two. And I'm not looking forward to that. I don't like to be humbled by God. I've learned a little trick with God, and I'm going to share this trick. Humble yourself before He does. God gives godly authority in the eldership. Humble yourselves before them and ask them before they have to talk to you. Shall I look down so I'm not looking at anybody? Ask God. God, is this your good and perfect will? If you're getting something in your stomach, it ain't because God always moves from a place of peace. God never contradicts his word. And when we walk humbly before the Lord, he says, let me release more of my glory. Ooh, more signs and wonders. Tush. More humility. Ooh. Ooh, look. oh I like that. Shh. More favor. Yeah, huh? More finances. Yeah. Let me release more of that. Yeah. And when you get blessed, what do you do? You go, woo, or do you go, God? Life and death are in the palm of your hand. Everything comes from Him. hope you've enjoyed this week's message. If you have any questions or would like more information, please contact us at melbournelightschurch.com.au